irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. Listening to Sam in the Morning with Cherie right here on LA Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to the show. We're back Friday, July 15th. We are back. We're back Sam from our back. vacation. Sam's vacation. Well, I'm sure you had one too, right? Not really. I didn't no? do too much. You didn't hang out or anything? Well, I want to hear about yours. Well, you know, to be honest with you, I didn't have... Uh, my vacation was not like an action vacation, okay? So you probably had a lot more happening here than I did. Mine was more like relaxing. Uh, I was with friends and uh, we had a great time, you know? I mean, they live out in nowhere and... Um, so it was cool, you know. We got high a lot and mm-hmm. things like that. So like everyday uh, stuff. Every for you. yeah, like, that, I mean. that's right. Yeah, but this time, I mean, we did some edibles, like yeah. Sherry, like you wouldn't believe, you know. Yeah. Which brings brings me to this story. I mean, check this out. Okay, I'm getting ready to fly out Saturday at seven in the morning, and I thought, you know what, I'm going to try to do an edible before I get on the plane, because that way I don't, you know, I'll be high. I don't have to worry about getting high and all this shit, you know, and I, and and all that. So as I get into the plane, uh, this thing kicks in, I guess. I didn't even realize it. And suddenly I'm like, I don't want to be on this plane. Really? <laughs> I'm scared. But that's because you, you, you take edibles, you eat them. So I do, right? So I affect you at that yeah, moment Yeah, well, because time. I've never been on a plane before. And, I've, oh, I, and I have, I have uh, developed some fears of flying oh, okay. recently. So, uh, so, I mean, but this made it so much worse. I mean, I was in terror. <laughs> you know, this thing took off. There were clouds, so, right. that, so it was bumpy. Yeah. And I'm going, my God, I'm going to fucking die. And I'm like, I'm stuck on this plane now. What am I going to do, you know? Yeah. The whole flight was shit. I thought, you know what? Going back, I'm going to drive 10 hours. I don't care. I'm not getting another plane, right? Well, thankfully, coming back, I didn't take one, and I was fine. Yeah. Yeah. So so all I'm saying to people is don't take a friggin' edible before you go on the plane. Not a lot of it, anyway. Yeah. How much did you have? (laughs) Um, You know, like 240 milligrams, which is considered a lot for people, but... This was high tolerance, you know. Yeah, our, our guest's face our is guess just face. dropped. That was hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, but then we were up there, and all they had was like four hundred milligrams. Uh huh. <laughs> so we were so fucked up, well, Shuri. I'm telling think? you. But you know, it it just I gotta tell you, it's so much fun being with friends. You know. Yeah. I don't have as, that many good friends here, and when I go there, we're like brothers. You know, so yeah. you can really open up. You can talk about anything. You can become vulnerable too and stuff, you know. So I really enjoy that, you know. I miss that. So yeah. So uh, yeah. You were saying so I'm that. just I'm just coming back relaxed, and that's the important thing. And now it's time to plan the next trip. You know? Yep. <laughs> next vacay. So uh, yeah. So that's pretty much it. You know. How have you been? Oh, I've been good. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. I you posting pictures of you partying all over the place Where? and videos when? and stuff. I don't remember, but you posted oh, a lot of oh, things. My friend, no? Yeah, my friend had a house party. I was there for like two drinks and that's it. My life seems way more exciting. It on does, public right? Than it actually really is. Yeah, that's what Literally, people I don't there, understand. <laughs> I had like a drink or two, if even, and it was so hot because the, the Winnie has a nice place, but it was so packed and it was so hot wow. and it was just uncomfortable. Yeah, and we just ended up leaving and then we went to one of my friends is. Remember at the Soho House, and we went there and just had like a drink and ate pizza. And I swear that was more fun than anything. Just <laughs> really, chill right? out, ate yeah. pizza, and then we went home. But no, I mean it was a good party. It was, but it was yeah. just too overwhelming. It was like too much, yeah, too many yeah. people. So um, it looked like a lot of fun. It was at one point. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, and then what did I do the day after that? I can't even remember. Um, yeah, mm. just hung out with friends and stuff. Cool, cool. Yeah, yeah that, that's the thing with from social networks. People put up the highlights of their lives mm-hmm. and. People People think that's all you do, you know? Yeah. Well, and also I think that it's, you know, I don't like when people put up depressing stuff and there's so much things going on in the world. Just put up some fun stuff. But I mean, basically what I put up was what we did. We went there, drank, 
like and had like a, we danced a little bit and left that's it it wasn't like <laughs> oh, oh my well. god what else I, i'm sorry to disappoint you guys uh, oh well nothing too exciting happens yeah. but, oh uh, well leah's at my house right now oh really she slept over last night oh how cool He's like, oh, you really? guys become <laughs> really good friends i'm really yeah. happy well she moved to orange county and she needs to be here for a few things and i'm like Are you she moved to orange county i thought she was gonna move closer here no oh orange wow county well we're gonna have to check out with her and see what's going on yeah yeah so a lot like, has no, happened you, since i've been yeah gone. i'm like you can you can chill here it's fine if you yeah. do so that's nice yeah that's cool well we have a, a great guest in the studio we'll get to him in just a moment but uh we do have to talk about uh, the france uh tourist act right Food. i don't even know and um yeah now do, do you don't have any family in france right i mean no your ancestry is french yeah, but you don't absolutely. have any family that you know there not that i know of yeah yeah yeah, yeah, no, yeah i mean they're they're a big target i think um we need to um we need to really reevaluate what's going on you yeah. know and people are like just too uh too complacent i think with mm-hmm. what's going on you know yeah and exactly we really need to be tough yeah you know and i mean these things they continue to happen and they will i mean 84 children i mean 84 people 10 children among them. I, I can't even can you even begin I, no, to imagine what that, it looked I, like I, I physically got sick i'm like i yeah. can't even I, I don't even want to turn on tea i don't want to look at anything anymore and i know right. that it's naive of me to say that but it's just it's heartbreaking no, right. i can't imagine what they're going through just it's just awful yeah you and know, it's like every everything is just, it's just crazy man i know i know it's terrible man um so, uh, well, we don't have much time to talk about it. So uh, I just wanted to announce another thing. I guess Donald Trump selected a VP uh, running mate, uh, Mike Pence. He's the governor of Indiana. Mm-hmm. So uh, he announced that. And we'll see what happens. Now it's going to really get interesting. So I'm wondering how that's going to work. Uh, Mick Jagger is a father again. He's <laughs> 72 years old. That's amazing. That's and he's awesome. got a 29-year-old girlfriend. <laughs> so, uh, and in related news, Ron Wood just have... <laughs> Wow. Just had a baby. She, he's 68, but his wife is much older. She's 37. <laughs> so <laughs> That's amazing. So proven once again, fame or money will get you anybody you want, folks. Yeah. Everybody's got a price. That's crazy. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, two Rolling Stones and your father. Someone that might fathers. have wanted a kid, though. You know, I had a guy. I will say he, like... um had a guy it sounds awful very very nice guy he's a friend of mine nothing ever went down he's like billionaire guy like it was super cool nice um he wanted me to be the mother of his children he hadn't had children and there was a great opportunity in that but i was like i don't know how would i ever explain it because i want to fall in love one day how will i ever explain it though to the man i love or you know you i mean there is to those kids to the kids it's like absolutely it's like i mean yeah the kids will be taken care of you'll be taken care of and they get great education and how all that good stuff but there's also there's always something yeah they'll want to know who their mother is and then they'll come he he wanted that oh he wanted me the mother and the kids he just didn't want but he like had a a certain thing that he wanted a certain uh, it was bizarre but i mean (laughs) he he presented it very properly as i guess as any way you can because guys can be really any i mean that could be said really bad and it was very nice i said i'm very flattered but i'm just gonna have to To pass on that that. (laughs) yeah yeah. <laughs> wow, but people, yeah. man. I'm telling you, people. I mean, yeah, it was crazy. I mean, you know, maybe yeah. some people would have done it. The guys is like home jets and stuff. It's like, <laughs> I don't know. I wonder sometimes. But seriously, though, there is a price with everything. There is. Nothing's there for is. free. I mean, but what does it say about him that he couldn't find anybody? No, he just wanted a certain type. And I don't oh, want wow. to say... Um, because I don't yeah. want to give it away, like his his uh, background or anything, because mm-hmm. he wanted a similar right to continue a s- similar th- um, uh, genes yes. or whatever. <laughs> yes, <laughs> okay. I'm just gonna leave it at that. He was, and he also wow. wanted someone because he dealt with lots of girls and women, and he wanted some a certain type, not just physically, but also emotionally and a type of woman that he wanted. So he was literally like baby mama shopping. This guy can have whatever wow. he wants. He's done all of it. Yeah. So at this point, he wanted children. But he wanted the mother of his children to be a certain way, which is understandably so, because, you know, you want the mother of your children to be somewhat sane, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) I guess you do, yeah. I mean, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, it sounds an interesting proposal. 
Oh, well, the stories. All right, well, we're going to bring in our guest now. Uh, we have Billy Murray. Welcome to the show, Billy. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Hey, Billy. Yes. So, uh, as opposed to Bill Murray, the actor, but you are Bill Murray. You just I'm, go uh, by Billy. I'm... I've been called Billy my whole life. Really? So I, I like Billy. Why change it? It's cute, Billy. Yeah. So I just That's true. That's a why But in it. do sometimes people just reading your name think you're the actor? Or? Uh, <laughs> so, sometimes I've used it to my advantage. Yeah, there you, you go. Making reservations at restaurants. Or, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, there you go. My mother's Ann Murray, so when Bill Murray and Ann Murray are coming in for dinner, uh-huh. they uh, roll out the red carpet. Oh, wow. That's awesome. That's cool. So, uh, Billy, uh, you're the CEO of Hostile Talent. Uh, we'll get to that in just a second, I'll but uh, wh- uh, you visiting us, where do you live? I live just outside uh, Toronto, a little city called Hamilton, Ontario. Oh, really? And uh, wow. it's Steel Town. It's almost like a Pittsburgh. Really? A lot of... Uh, wow, because I've been in, in Toronto, but i only seen like the nice parts of it, you know? <laughs> the cool parts. Yeah, the cool parts. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but, uh, so did you grow up there as well? Or? I grew up there, yeah. I'm a, I'm a full 100% Canuck. Canadian yeah, Canuck, I, right. Oh, yeah, crazy Canadian. Canuck. Yeah. For sure. Very Canuck. cool. But uh, so, I'm very happy to be here. Uh-huh. And, and uh, I got to say good morning to all the badass LA members. There you go. Because they're nice. listening. Okay. So, okay. So, Hi, you badasses. Who are the badass LA members? Uh, who, would, who would those be? Not by name, but what are they? We have... Anywhere from incredible hip-hop artists, mm-hmm. rappers, to fighters, boxers, UFC, uh, tattoo models, tattoo artists, um, actors, actresses, mm. anything that's swagger, confidence, and cool mm. is, is on the site. Really? Wow. So, uh, I mean, you must have had some connection to this, right? So a person just doesn't get up one day and says, I'm going to have a talent agency for badass. <laughs> What's, so let's find out a, l- a little bit about like your that. background. So in Toronto, uh, was what was your childhood like? Did you, did you have a good childhood in Toronto? Uh, a lot of mental illness. And a lot of mental illness <laughs> yes. in the family? And uh, a lot of cuckoo stuff. Yeah, uh, great family, great support. Um, Do you have any siblings? I got siblings. I got a brother and a sister. Um, everything re- was was awesome growing up. I was able to use my creativity whenever I wanted. My parents gave me the freedom to do That's a what I wanted. Thing. That makes a huge difference, man. And I'm going to do wow. the same with my son um, wow. and let him just be who he is. Aww. And um, that's what my parents did. And I wouldn't be here today if they didn't allow me to be who I was, you know, right? Instead of telling me to go work full time at an office, or right, which is nothing wrong with that, which is nothing wrong with that. But <laughs> they knew that I was outside the box from the get go. From the get go, huh? so they said, you know, just let him make mistakes, let him do his thing, and I made a ton of mistakes. Yeah, but which is you know you're human. I'm human. Yeah, and you get to try it for yourself. It's the trial and error. I think there's no better way to learn, you know, because your parents will tell you don't do this, don't do that, but you have to go through it, right? You have to. My brother says yeah. it's the best. He he told me once. Uh, he does uh, construction renovations and stuff. He said, "You know why I know so many things? Because I made a lot of mistakes." Right. Wow. And it makes so much sense. That's true. Um, yeah, because you don't know what it's like until you go through it. Yeah, it's a journey. It's, yeah. yeah, it's a journey, and it's not over. There's a lot, a lot. There's going to be more bumps in the road. There's going to be the highs, lows, but right now it's it's a high, and I'm I'm going to take full advantage of it. Sounds good. Awesome. So, what was your passion? What did you want to uh, pursue when you were younger? Um, this is going to sound really cliche, but mm. I remember being in grade five, grade six, very young, mm. wanting to be uh, something really, really big, like really big, really. Right. Back then, it was about being famous. It was about being somebody or something. Uh, the older you get, the more mature you get. It's not about being famous. It's about uh, being something significant, successful. Mm-hmm. You, you just want to be something with influence. You want to change. You want to make difference. Mm. You know? Yeah. So yeah. Just, the fame comes with it. But uh, I, I was reading something yesterday on Facebook that uh, Cameron Diaz was saying. And she says, you know, people are, are envious of me because I'm famous and all that. She says, but don't do it just to be famous, you know, mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, it's not going to work. So no, the not. fame comes with it, but you got to do your passion, mm-hmm. right? Oh, you got to follow your passion. 100% passion. And what was your passion? Uh, my passion was to create something 
for myself like right but did you have anything specific boxing. in mind I, boxing yeah i am um, oh. i had a lot of problem trying to figure out who i was mm-hmm. and where i was going in life uh i was heavy into into drugs uh up until in your teen years yeah, teen years mm-hmm. um i had a lot of confusion a lot of stuff going on and i had a wake-up call and i knew if i didn't have that wake-up call it, it wasn't uh, going to be a good ending mm. um and i was able to change my life i got into fitness i wow. got into working out i and then I ran into a really, really good boxing coach, and he says, you're very talented. I would love to train you. So I got into boxing. Wow. It changed my life forever. Yeah, huh? Wow. So, uh, wow, I, I wanted to ask you something, and sometimes I just Bo- forget it yeah. instantly. So boxing. Like, God damn it. Yeah. Go ahead. Which so, it, yeah, so boxing uh, was just a, basically a door opener to really help me find what I want, who I am, and confidence. It gave me the confidence to live a good life and a healthy life. And then uh, I always had a passion for being in front of a camera. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the acting kind of stuff. And and that came at a later date. But Very cool. Yeah. I yeah. mean, oh, what I wanted to say is you just said it in one sentence. Uh, you know, I changed my life or, you know, my life changed or something. But that's a big deal. I mean, you it's were into drugs. Show. Yeah. And uh, so what was that like for you? I mean, how were you able to stop all that? By finding a replacement for it? By uh, finding a passion? Yeah. I think fitness was the passion. I, yeah. Um, I met this little older guy. He, you know, mm-hmm. he was my roommate. Uh, he was a really healthy nut. Oh, gym every day. And he, he showed me the ropes at the gym. Wow. Yeah. I just... Wow. And... It just changed. It just, I just, yeah. it gave me something to really focus on right. for the time being. Right. right. And it replaces your bad habits. Oh, right? Completely. And it, yeah. it, like, I was talking to my friend today. It's like, I am horrible. I don't like to work out. But I feel like <laughs> working out is it, the one thing, even if you don't want to do it for weight loss, like most mm-hmm. people do, it's really like a stress reliever. It's healthy for you. Like, you do feel better. It releases those completely. endorphins. So that's completely. such a good Can you imagine going in and smashing a bag for five minutes? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'd love to. You're a that. whole different person. Faces I'd like to put on the bag. It'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> let's put that, billion, let's put that billionaire guy's yeah. face on there. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Searching for Blue. Right. What is up with that? Yeah. That's not badass at all. Oh, and you know, it, that's not even the worst of the, that. Was, that He's like the better of the bunch. So I'd put some other guys in there first. But other than that, yeah, that's a good idea. It was, uh, it was definitely a life changer. But, Absolutely. Um, I, I was joking earlier about the mental illness. That's, uh, that's a real deal. Mm. So... I thought it was because of the drugs. I was so messed up and just didn't know what was going on. But then I soon realized that I was going to the gym full time. I wasn't drinking. I was looking awesome, but I had so much depression. You still so depressed. much mental illness problems, yeah. and I couldn't figure out why. Right. I'm like, I'm doing everything perfect here. Why is it not changing? And then I started realizing that I have a problem. Yeah, and you were self-medicating probably the whole time. Absolutely self-medicating. See, I can relate to that because I'm like that too, you know. And uh, for many years I thought, you know, I'm... uh, I'm like this because of the marijuana or something, but it turned out <laughs> that that was not the problem at yeah. all, you know? Yeah. And it takes a long time sometimes to diagnose you, to it give you the right medication. something's even wrong with yourself because, you know, you don't want to say anything or you don't know and, you know. Yeah. Like my, I, um, I'm very supportive of mental illness now. So am I, yeah. yeah. And, and pushing it out and talk. I'm very honest about it. I talk about it to anybody. Um, yeah, you got to. You, you know? have to. And people who who like have something to say about that are an opinion. I just almost want to sucker punch in them because it's like you don't know what it's like until you go through it or you experience someone that has. And how dare oh. you judge someone because it is tormenting. People don't understand. It's like they understand if someone has a heart condition or diabetes, but like mental illness is a real problem. It exists yes. and it is debilitating sometimes. Debilitating. I mean, it is crippling. I've, so yeah, I understand. I've I've at some points paced my house uh-huh. back and forth so many times wow. that I felt nauseous Yeah, because I couldn't leave the house right? like and, agoraphobia and I didn't know what to do yeah. I, was, I was really restless mm-hmm. and uh, that's happened numerous times yeah. but that was before medication yeah. medication is, is a must but what broke my heart is when people were when Robin Williams died it really broke my heart yep. because mm-hmm. of why obviously but it's right. the the bullshit 
that the, the wife had to take. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People criticizing her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, you will never understand what someone's going through. Right. And well, they going- said they, they ended up saying that they really discovered it was because, not that this is an excuse for it, because I was upset like you, with the, whenever yes. I hear people doing it with mental illness, it freaks me out. But he, um, supposedly, it's because he was diagnosed with Parkinson's and he, was, he didn't want to live with it. Mm-hmm. And he was having a lot of physical things. Like, that's what eventually, why he did it, they said. I don't know. That's That was the latest I heard. Yeah. But he, they did he talk always about had mental. mental he did. He right. had it, but he had it for a long time. But that was like a factor. But it was also he found out some really bad stuff, and he didn't want to continue. Yeah, like be a burden on the family. Yeah, yeah. Stuff, but yeah. at the end of the day, you'll never ever understand what he's feeling. Yeah, because he's yep. such in a dark place, and that's uh, true. I mean, I, and it becomes I, like almost physically, physically painful, right? Absolutely. When you're depressed, you want to absolutely, really, and all you want is people to know. You want to scream to the world, "Look, I'm hurting." Yeah, and and yeah. hear me out, and, and stuff. Well, it's scary to do that though, because you can open up to someone, which has happened in my. And I know you guys don't understand this. You can open up your heart and be vulnerable and talk to someone about it that you may, you know, be in a relationship with, and then later, if you get in a fight and it has nothing to do with that, they'll take it. And throw it against throw you. Throw it in your and face. And everything's always because of, oh, you have anxiety or you have depression or you have this or that. People use that shit against you. So it's it, that then in turn makes you even more vulnerable and makes you feel even more ashamed and embarrassed. And then you get closed off. You don't know who you can talk to. And, exactly. You know? And perfect example is if you're taking medication, oh, you're just freaking out. Go take one of your pills. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's terrible. Yeah. That that's terrible to say. That is the worst. Yeah. That's yeah. just like or, uh, people are awful. Yeah. But, but you overcame that yeah. anyway, and now yeah. you're good. You're balanced. Uh, thank you for talking about I'm that balanced. though, man. Like, I'm, yes, good we have for you. To, I'm balanced. But if someone were to say, listen, everyone around you loves you, I would say, no one loves me because I have mental illness. Mm. Okay, so so you still have that. On yeah, you. yeah. I will always yeah. have that. I always feel that um, I'm on my own. I'm I'm wow. living a life of uh, independence because you're, you're constantly. But when you know you're not alone, though, and you around people who do have it, you you start to feel a little bit more self love, and it, yeah. it it takes time, but it you'll start time. to realize everybody has something and if it's not yeah. that it's something else and if they can't love you for that then they don't deserve to be in your life because everyone has something man everybody yes so mm-hmm. you gotta just be around people and, and talk to other people and it, it really does make you feel better because mm-hmm. there are a lot of people out there suffering and there is. they don't talk about it or they don't know and for the people out there listening just go talk to someone absolutely there's nothing wrong with it and they're exactly. different you know and, and, and other people have different types of it but when you can relate to someone I mean if you're listening now I'm sure you feel 100% better yes. or somewhat better yeah. you don't yeah. feel, but definitely is awful definitely i'm balanced and uh feeling good and That's you so can live good. a you normal life now thank yeah. you thank you yeah, i feel right? positive and uh awesome yeah so you met that boxer right oh and what so happened he, there oh this yeah. is incredible so i have some members over at wildcard gym i'm a huge fan of wildcard and a huge huge fan of freddie roach so, who's Freddie Roach? Should we know him? Oh my God! Well, like Come I know, on! I know, I, know, I know who that is. Freddie right? Roach. He Freddie is Roach. one of the greatest, badass trainers in really the, on the planet. On the planet, for shows you how much boxing. we know about training. But for go I've heard that name. I'm gonna have to look him up. But <laughs> okay, go on. So I, uh, I, I was able to go in, uh, get my ass kicked, and uh, meet my man Freddie Roach. Wow! And these are the opportunities and, and the hustle that I'm putting in, you know, creating connections for my members. And um, it was just an incredible opportunity. Wow. So you met him and uh, was he a boxer? Freddie Roach? Yeah. Freddie Roach is a... He's a trainer, he's right? A, he's a Manny Pacquiao's trainer. Miguel okay. Cotto's. Forgive me for not understanding this, I'm but very upset okay. right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not very balanced right now. I'm just going to say that. <laughs> right. I'm losing it, actually. Cause That's he's amazing. Because you know he's That's very right. important, yeah. And oh. uh, he's significant. In the boxing community, he's mm-hmm. just... Yeah. yeah. Well, we're not into boxing, so, so forgive you, us for so that. So you got to but meet that's him, why and he, you felt like you guys were cool. And Very cool. It was just, uh, he loves Canadians. Mm-hmm. Uh, his mother was from a part of Canada. And I just said, hey, it was, you know, I just flew in from Canada, and this is what I'm doing here, and here's a card. And uh, there's one of my members over there training, getting ready for a fight. And he's had a big smile. I said, hey, where are you from? And he said his mom was from there. And he was, you know, I asked just... Uh, 
you know, quick pitcher. Of course, he was just awesome. He's a gentleman, and yeah. Uh, so, what was it you asked him to take you on and train you, or how did it work? Well, no, I have a member that trains in that gym from right. the website, right? Mm-hmm. So, But you were already a boxer, yes, sir. Okay, yes, sir. okay. Because I was wondering, how did you get into the boxing okay. in the so, first place? Well, in the first place, like I, I was saying earlier, I, I, uh-huh. I met this coach. He trained me, and uh, within. Three months of training, I was knocking people out, and he Whoa. said, "This is a guy you he lived with him too, right? He was a roommate." No, this, oh, this is, is no, uh, that's a different guy. I went okay, to sorry. a local YMCA. That's where I, my life's changed. Wow! I trained, worked out, worked out, and trained at a YMCA. So I trained for my fights in the YMCA. I worked out at a YMCA. Right. The, y, the YMCA just changed my life. Really? Oh, so God. would you? So you recommend it to people? Oh my God! Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why is it? Because it's a gym and it's free. Why they just had this little dungeon boxing room? Oh, okay. and that's, that's cool. And he would take the uh, the talent down there, and that's where we would train for my fights. It was, and then his dad, his father was an um, Olympic coach in a part of Canada, so he would take me to his father's gym to train with other wow. like, top notch fighters and. It was just, yeah, it was an incredible thing. Very cool. So did you feel you have like a, a natural propensity to be able to, to be a fighter? Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. It came very natural. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Here I get to punch That's people great. out to take out everything. And it was like, why is it happening at the age of 25 yeah, right? when it should have been like, <laughs> like 17 right? or 18? <laughs> well, it's better this way. Now you're more yeah, responsible. Right, exactly. Well, even younger because I would have knocked out my brother. Yeah, right? <laughs> Yeah. So you quickly became a good boxer? Great boxer. Really? Like, insanely good boxer. They wanted me to be in the Olympics. They were taking me Really? Off, they were taking me on the route of the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Um, it was mm-hmm. just it was an insane natural talent that I had oh. within three months of training. Really? With no experience. Yeah, I just I got in there, wow. trained. You see, that's talent. You don't have yep. to work hard on it, you know? You, it's you just, knew, yeah. yeah. It's like kind oh, of a how little how cool gift. is that, Yeah, right? you're either talented or you're not, and that's just... Right. And just think, if you hadn't met the person or whatever, you may never have taken that road, you know? I would never have taken the road, and then mental illness played a major, major part mm. and um, made me walk away from it. Wow. I literally just walked away. My coaches, everybody around me was so angry. You walked away from just the boxing? walked away. Just literally. It's how many? How long after you started? Yeah. Um, about a year or so. Oh, okay. So, I, it, so it was your depression that oh, made you do stupid things. Completely, and I lived on oh. my own at the time, mm. and so it was constantly just, "What am I doing? What am I doing? I don't want to do this. I want to do it. No, I don't. I'm not good enough. Yes, I am. It was awful. Wow. So one day, my coach came to the door and I said, "You know, I'm not going to do this anymore." Yeah. And he was so oh. angry. My parents were angry. Yeah. Every, everyone around me that's that watched me within the five six months. You know, with four or five fights, like literally just knocking guys out mm. that had tons of experience and just this natural ability, they were so angry yes. that I would walk away from something like that. Right, but they couldn't understand they, they why. Understand. They couldn't understand, and, and uh, I was so scared of success. Yeah. yeah. Right? I was that. so scared of success. Wow. And so let me ask you this now. Did you, uh, did you ever think of going back to it? I mean, did you go back to I it tried. at all? I tried. You tried? And I just couldn't do it. Wow. I tried a couple of times. Do you think it's because while you did it and learned it, you were depressed and and maybe you were associating that? Yeah, I think maybe That's it was the like point. the yeah, like the, it was like the gym almost. Maybe it was like a self medicating right you know, boxing and, and uh, let's not forget why I got into the boxing and always wanted to be a boxer is because of Rocky. Mm. <laughs> Loved it. He really Rocky. said, "I want to be that. <laughs> I want to do it. I want to be it." Wow. So yeah, you know. And then when I tried getting back into it, it just didn't feel right, and the timing was off, and Um, it's something I will, re- will regret for the rest of my life. Right. Definitely. But at least it's a compl- an accomplishment right. also, you know? I, I mean, mean, what the heck, yes, you know? Yes, yes. Yeah. But I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have that connection right. to talk to fighters now. Right. I understand what it takes to be an athlete so I can kind right. of connect with them at a certain level and talk to them on a certain level of a fighter, and I understand them. Right. I understand. Right. So, so I can see where you came up with, uh, like, a badass talent agency right people oh, yes. that are yes. uh so so, so something yeah up? so something good came out yeah. of it but how did it happen yes um so so now okay so let, let's bridge great. that for a moment yeah, let's bridge that yeah. okay so now you're um you were uh so you were depressed and you quit boxing, quit boxing. what did you do after that i said 
I'm going to uh, try acting. <laughs> okay. Yeah, one extreme to the to the other. Just, right. Just but you did want to be famous and to create something. Yes, and yeah. I just I I when I was a kid, I I went to a couple acting school auditions and stuff. So I kind of knew of it and stuff and, you know. Yeah. So I went and I I I don't know. I, actually, I started a clothing company. That's that's. We got a lot of bridging to do here. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, wait, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, I think there was a couple of years of some real bad depression shit going on there. Wow. I can't remember that stage. So it took many years for you to be diagnosed finally, right? Yeah. So basically, after the boxing, it was just a few years of just, what am I doing? Mm. Like, what am I doing? And that's when everything changed once again. Mm-hmm. And that was when. A really good friend of mine passed away of a drug overdose. His nickname was Haas. His nickname, my style, Haas style. Wow. So I wanted to create something in a positive That's way. so cool. So I started a clothing company. And I just racked up all my money together. And I had the support around me. And I launched Hostile Clothing. Wow. Were you still uh, going through depression at the time? You hadn't oh, been diagnosed yet. completely bipolar at that point. Wow. Up and down. You hadn't been b- diagnosed yet. No. And bipolar is, uh, people don't realize, it's, it's even a, more tricky than just depression because you have this constant going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, the depression in bipolar is a lot deeper, they say. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it can cause... It breaks up a lot of families. I mean, I think my first wife, uh, you know, uh, the, f- the family I started with her and the kids, uh, I think my bipolar behavior led to the breakup. Yeah, you know, there's a lot right? of self, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Loathing? Well, there's a, no. You, you want to, you wanna, everything you have, you kind of want to rip it apart like rip it apart destroy it, it. yeah it's like, it's like a self-destroying yeah. kind of destructive right. a very destructive personality like. right yeah. yeah and and you're you're an ass to everybody mm. and uh there's there's problems but there's nothing you can do until you get diagnosed so let, i'm very curious so at what point did you finally get diagnosed with bipolar i've never i went to see doctors i never really got diagnosed mm-hmm. i just remember when i met my girlfriend uh 15 years ago mm-hmm. she's a nurse and the first thing she said to me is, you have a major problem. Really? Right when she met me. Right. Wow. She yeah. knew it right away. And then wow. within the first year or two of, of being with her, uh, she said, you have you have a problem, a major problem. I'm not sure if it's a little bit of bipolar, but there's something completely wrong. It's good so, for her because some people, and a lot of doctors, not I shouldn't say all of them, but some people misdiagnose mental illnesses with mm-hmm. other ones. And if you give like somebody bipolar and SSRI for somebody that is like just has anxiety, it's it's too t- like you have to be in the right medication. Yeah, L- not just for bipolar, point, any yeah. any type of mental illness because they affect different parts of the brain. So some people I know, exactly. one of my friends, she she's a beautiful girl, she's bipolar, and they were giving her the wrong medication, oh, like they were giving her yeah. SSRI. Dangerous. Didn't even work for Dangerous. her. But right. then she got in the right one. And then, you know, then I know people that have anxiety and it works for the SSRIs. But yeah. yeah, when I talked to my dad, I said, did you know I had these major problems growing up? Like, as a kid, it was awful. I yeah. hated my childhood yeah. in, in a way. Like earlier I said I had a great, I did. When I, when I look at it, it was awful, but it really wasn't like yeah. people looking around me. It was awesome. But um, I had so much difficulty trying to cope with things. Yeah. They knew the whole time I had a problem, mm-hmm. wow. and they were going to put me on Ritalin. That was back then. That was just what wow. you put the kids on. Put them yeah. on Ritalin. But that would have been the worst, right? Different. It would have it would have destroyed me. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. good for other things, but not for what you have. No. Like, would it would have destroyed me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So well, yeah. So you've got some stories to tell, I obviously. Got lots of stories. So now, when she finally uh, talked to you about this, did you decide, okay, I'm going to go see a doctor? No, no, because uh, one week you're good. Yeah, one week you're not. So I just, oh, it's just, it's just passing through. Yeah, it'll be fine. get a little closer to the mic. Uh, you know, I'm just, I'm just passing through, and yeah, um, it'll be wow. fine. Yeah, it's just an up and down. Were you one of those people? Like, I mean, I don't, I know there was different types of bipolar, uh, like which Sam was explaining to me one day. But is like, were you having like highs and then like oh. lows, or like doing manic things, or is that how you explain it? Some of it's different, right? Just completely yeah. awful. Like, yeah. in, like in Europe, you are up. Yeah. And when you're down, you are down. Wow. And so when the clothing company was around, I had to hustle all the time. Mm-hmm. And it was just me. So I used to sell out of the trunk of my car. I used to pop the trunk. I used to deliver clothes to people's houses. Um, 
you know, so there was a lot of, and when I wasn't making sales and, or when I was making sales, cash is coming in, everything's great, you're living high. Mm. And then, but when the lows came, oh, you know, it was awful. Wow, wow. Oh, I just, yeah. But how would you say to some people, okay, like if they go to a doctor and say, I think I'm bipolar, and the doctor's like, actually, no, you're not, because it's just mood swings or this, that. Like, how would you describe to people who are listening? Because I have this question myself. Okay. Some people are like, you know, oh, I must be bipolar, and they're really not. Like, some people, like, it's natural kind of to be, like, really up and high and, yeah. and, and low at times as part of being a human. So exactly. how would you describe to them the, the difference? Because some people listen to me think, oh, I'm bipolar. Because I have that, but I also think I'm a woman. I'm, I, that's why I have, I mean, I have high emotions, <laughs> but I think it's because I'm a woman. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, but some people, like, on a serious note, like, how would you describe to know the difference? Well, I mean, on a high, you are, um, you'll go out, you'll talk, you're, you're, you're on the move, you'll, you'll do anything, right. you're up for anything. You're you make decisions that are probably like, you know. Impulse. To, uh, yeah. You're, uh, some people just have these habits, uh, self-destruction or just get out and do this and do that. And, mm-hmm. uh, but when you get to the low, I'm talking the low is you don't want to go out anywhere. You don't want to talk mm-hmm. to people. There's countless times I've not answered my phone. Yeah. Like, and I hate to say this, but my mom has called many times and I look at the phone and I just, I just, I don't want to talk to nobody Yeah. because I'm just so depressed. I don't yeah. want to even communicate. I've done that. Like I, I get like that too, but, um, you know, I think, um, I'm still trying to figure out because I, I totally agree with you guys, but I'm saying like, I, I'm not bipolar and I get like that. Sometimes I don't leave the house. I get really sad. I don't like answering my phone. Sometimes when I go out, I go out, but when I'm home, I want to be home. I don't want to talk to anybody. So but think, you're just saying it's more like to really intense degree. Yes. Like some people are really bad. Some people are, um, go out and have sex with this, have sex with that, do this, do okay. that. Like there's really high extremes. Right. Um, like high risk. Stuff. For me, I, I, mm. I'm, I'm restless. I'm, I'm pacing. I'm, um, mm. nonstop talking. I'm, I'm just, I'm go, go, go. Yeah. I make right. impulse decisions, right. uh, that were not good, right. you know, right. really bad impulse decisions that can yeah. get you into big trouble. But, uh, and then when you're low, it's, uh, you know, very quick anger. You yeah. know, you could snap on a, on a, on a dime. And, um, right. I had a wake up call again for my mental illness. And that's when I went to see a doctor. Mm, cool. And did it, uh, did the first doctor work for you? Did you have to see a few? Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I dealt with the same doctor and I, I just, and he diagnosed you correctly. Yeah, and it was medicated a, you. it was a lady and she was awesome. And she, uh-huh. uh, I, she pushed me over to someone to talk to. And uh, that really helped out. Yeah, like just getting it off your chest and the years. You of, do, you know. yeah. Do they do make you do a test for that? Because you know some of the things have tests. I did, and then after, yeah. but after all that, then I started getting um, appointments for actual doctors to do right. uh, psychological testing, and and they all, I don't know, they all said nothing was wrong with me. Like, yeah. Yeah, really? I, yeah, okay. Well, okay, let's move to bigger and better things Got now. Let's okay, it. let's yeah. move I'm on super to depressing. the business. Yeah, yeah, but I'm proud for you to talk. Thank that's you. an accomplishment in itself. It really Thank is. You. So that's something Absolutely. to be proud of. And that gives us the background of how you got to where you are today and stuff. So you be had the proud clothing. proud of that because that's an extra hurdle you so had to overcome, and you did it, man. That's awesome. I have to say one thing last before this, mm-hmm. for this uh, mental illness thing. I would not be here, I don't think, without the mental illness because right. the hyper impulsive decisions that I've made I want to do a website company I want to do this I want to it's got me here it gives me it gives me, I hate to say it it gives me the hustle no, no I, yeah. right no so I mean it's true it kind of worked in your favor and now you got it under control now I'm, I'm yeah. a little bit more balanced but, right but kind of understand that yeah. I'm not scared of success anymore. Yeah. That's I so want right. it. That, that's want beautiful. It. Yeah. So, and anyway. you got to embrace, so embrace who you are, you know, and, yeah. and that's the thing is that you overcome all the adversities and everything and you still do it. And many yeah. bipolar people or depressed people and stuff are very talented, you know, some of Absolutely. the very famous yeah. people have been, you know. And the clothing so. did, uh, it did really well. It did really well. It was very uh, local, embraced. Well, look at your shirt. It's pretty damn cool. Well, this He's is wearing uh, one right now. this is a new brand. This it's is cool. Awesome. But before it was, um, you know, I was doing like forty thousand out of a trunk of my car. Wow, forty thousand so cool. really? cash. You know, yeah, it was awesome. It was that's um, amazing. I did great things for charity. I did great stuff for kids. I was able. I had a platform, and I was exactly where I wanted to be. I wow. thought I was going 
to the place where I've always wanted to be. And guess what? Mm. I didn't. It crashed. Everything crashed. Wow. Went in bankruptcy, lost tons of money, just finished paying off wow. those debts like oh, three man. years ago. I had to move in with my parents with a one-year-old son. Uh, it was not pretty. It was an yeah. absolute low again. Right. And that's what you have to remember that you got to remember where you came from, right? I mean, just because you're like stable and everything, you got to remember what how things used to be exactly you know because then you stop your medication you go oh i'm feeling good i'll stop that and then bam exactly. right that's exactly you what sink i sink again <laughs> right you know so i know that i mean i know that so for those of you just joining us we're talking to the ceo of hostile talent uh, uh a talent agency for badasses and uh everything uh, mental and beyond yes. billy murray <laughs> and uh so okay so you went through that trouble and then how did hostile talent yeah. come yeah out? okay so you know here we are i'm down in the dumps and i mean like now it's worse mm-hmm. mental illness on top of uh me believing that i've absolutely failed but Everything that I've always dreamt of being, it will never be now. Uh-huh. I'm done. It's it's over. I walked away from boxing. Done. Uh, clothing didn't work. Done. Uh, my life's done. I, I'm done. I'm, uh-huh. What am I going? What am I going to do? Right. And um, it was a bad, bad, dark time. All of a sudden, I got a phone call. It's one of my biggest customers, <laughs> and he said, "I'm making a movie, and one of my main guys dropped out, and I need a badass guy to fill in." And I thought of you. Would you do it? <laughs> That's Whoa. fucking awesome. And I said, hell yeah. Yeah, wow. Hell yeah. So I said, where do you want me? And it was like, one, we're talking like one thirty in the morning. He goes, where do you need me? And I said, well, I need you here. So about an, hour, about an hour and a bit away. I was there within seconds. And so I fill in. I do this scene. And I played a, a criminal in a interrogation scene and just fell in love with it. Wow. Oh, it's like, this is wow. This is it. This is it. You see, so you never know where it's going to come from, right? You, you can never, never say, you never give up, you know? Well, never what's sad is, enough. what's sad is being, uh, having one of your best customers and not knowing what he does. Yeah. To me, is wrong. Yeah. So now with my members now, I like to know what everyone does. I'm meeting members have a beer with them. I want to know who they uh, are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. yeah. I wouldn't be here for what's But that's kind of cool, though. I like the story that you didn't know because it's kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of beautiful. Like, that's right. so random. A random phone call. It was, like, it was That's kind of awesome. So you want to know the, the scary thing. Thank you. And you want to know the scary part? I looked mm-hmm. at my, my wife and I said, I don't think I'm going to do it. I'm going to give it to somebody else that looks kind of like me. Whoa. And she's like, hell no, you're not. Yeah. She said, what's the, it scared of success right there. Yeah. yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I so I was, I was so down in the dumps that I was like, I don't want to fail again because I'm scared of it. It's also it. true. I think people, and I, I really believe this, they get so comfortable, even if it's like a uncomfortable situation yes. or, or sadness, you get used to it. Like you get yeah. used to living a certain way. So to live outside that comfort zone, even though you know it's your happiness and your goal, even though you always go through ups and downs, even at your highest moments in life, that's just life but you get so comfortable being like weirded out that you're scared (laughs) of success I mean I can see that I can totally see it so I I went into the scene I come back and I'm like oh it was just awesome I was just (laughs) natural talent it was just a natural talent from the camera so I said this is what I'm going to do I'm going to dedicate myself for a year I'm going to do the audition process I did this audition to play a hitman I got the role and I said to myself, if I get this role, I'm going to dedicate myself for a full year, solid. Every audition, I don't care if it's free, wherever, whenever, I'm going to do it. And that's what I did. I just what? went to every audition I could and uh, did some cool stuff, all badass stuff. Obviously. All badass stuff. All badass stuff. Yeah. And uh, it got a little dry for a little bit. I just realized that there was just something missing in the entertainment industry. Um people with my look or just crazy looks are kind of at the bottom of the roster of their agencies and with their agents. And I just thought they need a platform. We need a platform like our own home where we can be seen and, you know, for who we are and what we are and what we're doing and in a positive way. And I just said, it just hit me like a light ball. I'm bringing hostile back. I'm bringing it back. Wow. Mm -hmm. How cool is that? You know, and that's the thing is that often people start businesses when they can't find what they're looking for, you know, and they're saying, uh, you know, how come there's no agency like this? How come there's no talent for, you know, talent agency for badasses? I'll start one, you know. So, uh, so Billy, uh, created the, uh, the the agency hostile talent and uh, so this is based in Toronto it's based out of Toronto but it's technically uh-huh. it's not people get this mixed up it's not an agency 
It's not a. It's not, not an agency. You no. just have a website where people it, can it's showcase. A, it's themselves. a database platform. Gotcha. So when members come and they get their profile, they upload photos, all their links, voice, video. Um, they can put their agents info there. You know, the the membership fee is to promote them, to get them yeah. connected, get them seen that they didn't have a platform yesterday. Yeah. They, you know, for people looking for that type of person. There's only one place to go. That's hostile talent. That's true. Mm-hmm. You go for that kind of. There's all sorts of looks, but and talent. But I'm just saying, um, yeah, you, yeah. It's not, it's not an agency. Just so people know. Right. So now, right. what's the website? What's the URL for the website so people can go? Triple W. Okay. H o s s t y l e talent dot biz. Okay. And everything you need to know is there. There you go. And there's a lot of great, uh, great characters here. I oh. mean, you know, it's like it's amazing. The, it's the home of uh, cool villains. Yeah. I got villains from UK, uh, Canada, LA. Uh, I have worldwide members. Yeah. And uh, it, it's really exciting. And it's just building. Right. It's just starting to build now. Right. So. You know, imagine how much confidence you have to be if you're an actor that looks, uh, you know, like like uh, like a villain. Mm-hmm. And you go, you know, and you have to realize that you do, right? Yeah. Just, just yeah. own it. Just own it. Okay. I mean, yeah. yeah just that. take it. Don't be down on yourself. <laughs> don't you be down. Know? <laughs> yeah. You know, just yeah. say, well, that's the way I look. I'll take advantage of it. Yeah. Oh, there, there there's so go. many cool looks on this site. It's just. It's amazing, it's right? Just, it is an amazing thing. Right. Now, how, and, and how do you get, uh, like, uh, people like uh, casting agents and stuff like that to find out? Do you promote it to them as well, obviously? Yeah. Okay. So, let's. when I first started, I actually started as hostile casting, mm-hmm. okay, as a casting site. Okay. It did not work. Mm. I don't know why, um, but I wasn't going to waste any time finding out why. So, I right. just changed it. I said, you know what? I'm doing more promoting than anything. Right. So... Hostile talent. That's right. But who's the who's your target market? Oh, target market is uh, management companies for musicians or rappers or anything like that. Anything mu- music. Mm. Uh, so you got record labels, producers. Uh, you got movies, films, uh, anything, entertainment, wow. anything. Right. Yeah, agencies, agents. They want. They have a a certain look of one of their clients. That you know, it just puts them on a platform. To be seen for who they are and just helps right. them promote connect um, then you got fighters that need fan base you know fighters mm-hmm. need fan base so that's what they need so yeah. it helps them get a fan base uh, push people towards their their upcoming fights and their links and just yeah just get them out there get them up yeah how long that's has the site been up already I launched two years ago September nice it'll be two years in September and it's gotta be hard to launch something like this right and start from scratch I mean you start oh, with yes. no members right no members oh, <laughs> wow, I'm that's so hard. glad you asked right <laughs> you yeah, want oh man so okay so I come up with this idea but now I'm scared of telling anybody because now they're gonna go oh here's Billy with another idea oh, and that's how I've yeah. been feeling all my life right oh right. here's Billy making another mistake here's Billy right so wow I looked at uh, my wife and I said, hostile casting, everything badass and beyond. Mm. And she was like, do it. She's right. instantly do it. Really? So, Your wife's awesome. She's so, like super supportive. Oh, she's, and it, she's, yeah, yeah, she's, she's listening. She's, she's, she's the bomb. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You have yeah, to say she's that. She's awesome. Though. And uh, so I went to uh, my father. And I didn't want to talk to him about it because he was a part of the whole clothing. He was the one that took me in. He was the one that had to kind of pay for some of the mistakes. And yeah. So I, I just kind of nonchalantly threw him the idea. And he said, it's incredible. Really? It's incredible. And I was so scary because I, I thought he was going to say no. Yeah. I think he also really wanted me just to find something. Like he... As a father, you just want your, your all your children to be yeah. doing something and successful. But he looked at me and he said, well, what do you need? I said, well, I don't know. I guess I got to make a website. Yeah. And he said, how much do you need? And he cut me a check and he said, go do it before someone else does this. This is wow. a, a genius idea. Mm-hmm. You see, and now do you realize how fortunate you are to have family like that? You know, oh, I mean, right. a lot of people don't have that. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so that's why we have to realize, you know, even when we have adversity and problems, we got to look at the bright side of things, too. Right. We got to see how fortunate we are, you know? Oh, I'm incredi- mm-hmm. incredibly fortunate. Like, right. Let's be real here. Yeah. I yeah. wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my father. He was the one. He said, listen, wow. what's it going to take to do this? Because if you don't do it, someone tomorrow is going to do this. This right. is an incredible idea. So he gave me the money, and I already had everything lined up for my clothing, mm. web guys and this and that so i called him up and we had a site made within a month and a half very cool and i just and then you start just promoting from it. scratch yeah That's no members awesome. no nothing i was just like okay wow very cool <laughs> so my, my my father asked me how do you how are you going to marriage the two between uh the, the entertainment industry and talent and i said i don't know But then you learn, right? As you go. I'm still learning. Yeah, Yeah. as you go. I'll walk out of this building today going, what am I going to do today? (laughs) I have no no idea what I'm going to do. So so you came out here on on a trip for a few days. You meeting members of the website and stuff? Oh, yeah. I met members yesterday. I'm meeting members today. Oh, that's so cool. Um, Meeting members uh, all weekend. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's where you mean them? Just like a like local, wherever they want. Yeah, yeah. yeah one, right? you know, one, of, fun. one of my members, uh, Steph, uh, Stephen uh, Cadell, he's meeting me. Uh, he's coming right to my Airbnb, and he huh. better bring a six pack. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Okay. If you're listening, you better do it. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you thinking that badass can only be men, uh, I can tell you, there's some women on the site. They're amazing uh, because there's women villains too, or just. Badass women. Yeah, and this is what a lot of people get confused to. I don't have tattoos or muscles. I can't be on this site. Mm. No, that's not the way we do it. Mm. Okay, I welcome anybody on this site with attitude and swagger and confidence. It's about that. That's what badass is about, right? Exactly. You know, I don't care, like, transgender, anything. Mm. We promote that. Like, for me, like, for me, to do, to make that decision in your life, that takes... Big kahunas. Yeah. You know, that's badass to me. That's that's just, it's a beautiful thing. And yeah. that's what I promote. I promote uh, people that are just different and look different or just different types of personalities. And um, Cool. Yeah. Like cool. The, We're totally out of time. No, it's There's so much more to talk oh. about. <laughs> so much more to talk about. Uh, the website is hostiletalent.biz. Uh, give the spelling again. H-O-S-S-T-Y-L-E talent.biz there you go and uh, Instagram is uh, hostile underscore talent and that's where you'll see a lot of images of the members and cool and people can contact you through the website too right oh yes yes awesome yeah I'm the I'm the type of guy where uh, you can call me and I'll answer the phone sounds good yeah the the phone number's there call it I answer there you go and there's also links to social websites and stuff so you can check it all out uh, hostile talent, badass, and beyond. Billy, Mur- Billy Murray, thank you so much Thanks for joining so much, us. Billy. You're thank awesome. you guys. Much but continued success to you. Thank you. Uh, thank you have a, an incredible story, and uh, you deserve. You write a book now. Yeah, <laughs> there you project. go. And you deserve yeah. a lot of success, and we wish it all to I, you. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Guys. Awesome. Well, have a good time here in town over the weekend. Thank you. Cherie, thanks. Thank you. Nice to be here with you again. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll see you on Monday. You're listening to Sam in the Morning with Cherie right here on L.A. Talk Radio.